0: So I'll start with a formal welcome here, Gauri, so that it just sets the context for us. So I want to thank you, Gauri, for being part of this uh, thought leadership series. I actually want to call it the force multiplier series because I see you as a woman in that space and not just as a woman, but I say a human being in that space, right? I see from the kind of background that I've understood of you so far, I think you are the right force multiplier that can make a big difference to this world. So I want to welcome you here and I want to have a good conversation for the next 30 minutes with you.
1: Thank you so much, Sripriya. And what you call as force multiplier, I call it as possibilitarian. So we create, keep on creating possibilities for ourselves and everybody else around us. Thank you so much for this series, because I think such conversation inspire others, give guidance to others, because when we listen to somebody else's conversation, we get these things
0: too. So a great step. Thank you so much for inviting me. Beautiful, beautiful. Let me start off with a very interesting question, uh, Gauri. I hope it's interesting because it was interesting when I thought I should ask you this. (laughs) You know what, um, everybody have some life inflections, right, that provide them some valuable lessons for the rest of their life. Can you tell me uh, three stories, Gauri, that from your life, which others can learn and they can grow? So first one takes me into my childhood days and okay. that's
1: about my most important value okay. which is respect for self and others. Okay. So I come from a, um, a family from Eastern UP you know women are not educated there they are not very well respected okay. uh, despite all this and my mom is just eight past Despite all that, that the kind of aura that she created and the kind of respect that she earned from everybody around us Beautiful. gave me this lesson that I need to respect myself first. Beautiful. So that came in very easily to me. What took time was respect for others. Mm. So we used to stay in a factory. I was in a small village and uh, there were people around who would come to work there. And I would be like I was third child, the most pampered one, so I would not behave with them well. Okay. So this is around ten years of age, and uh, I misbehaved with house help, mm-hmm. and my mom saw this, and she told me you should not do it. Everybody should be respected, no matter where they come from and I was like okay I'll do it I did it second time she explained it to me again and third time when I did it and she caught me she taught me this lesson in a very different ways so she started disrespecting me now a child at the age of 10 could sense it that she's being disrespected and that gave me a lesson that if I at this age think that I am disrespected that too from my mom think about others who are not directly related to you and who are older to you in in age and since then this lesson of respecting others has come to me and I live my life surrounding it and that's where the respect for time also and uh, we discussed it in the beginning that I am really feeling terrible because I had to make you wait so that's how
0: the Story of uh, respect for self and other comes into beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anything else, Gauri? After, yeah. after, uh, in the latter part of life, any stories there and the other inflections. Yeah. So this
1: second story is about asking for help and i had this super women uh, syndrome and thinking that i need to do everything that's how the upbringing has been i have seen my mom doing everything and here when i i got married and i restarted so i have had two breaks in my career within first four years and then my bundle of joy was born and then another break and i came to Mumbai and i started working okay As long as I was not working, I was managing everything and it was easy. But when I stepped into this world and uh, for a village girl coming to Mumbai, adjusting to this place and entering into local train, that was another thing. So too much was happening at the same point of time. We being a nuclear family and there was no one to take care of my daughter. So I would always be in rush, constant rush, leave, drop her, pick up her and then come home, do things. In this period, the whole period, I never went or reached out to my husband and sought his help. Mm. And I always thought that he should come forward and he should help me. Why should I need to ask for help? But then he also saw the same thing at his place because his mother was not working and everything was being done by her. So he never realized that there is this change. And a few years down the line, as I started getting wiser, I started asking for help. And then uh, he told me once, you never asked for it. And that's why I couldn't realize because this is how my upbringing also is. So ask for help is another thing which I learned in... uh, in my journey, and uh, this is k- kind of like you are staying in the same home. You still think somebody would know, correct. but don't rely on this intuition that other person should know because they have their own stories, they have their correct. own way of living, correct. and that's how they look at life. I call it mental models. Correct. So I created a new mental model by asking for help, and he created a new mental model by offering help. Correct, correct. That is
0: another thing. Beautiful, beautiful. Anything from the space of uh, work or anything recently in the last one and a half years, we've learned a lot. Anything stood out for you as a story there, Gauri?
1: Yeah, so this story is about making mistakes and uh, thinking about them for a very long time, mulling over them for a very long time and not taking action. So something happened, and not currently, but I'm bringing it, it from my previous assignment, that mm-hmm. something happened and I submitted a proposal to board and uh, the proposal got approved, but the way I explained the misunderstood. And when the approval came, we were shocked that we didn't ask for this approval and this is totally different from what we asked for. Correct. Now I had two ways uh, to go from here. I could have uh, just lamented that uh, why did I, when it's board, right? So you have your impression to carry and you, can, you are representing your department to you board and you will do a mistake like this. Correct. And I was, uh, I thought about it in the beginning, but then I thought if I have to move forward, I need to take this call. I went to board, I explained this to them and got that changed. What lessons I got from here is you can continue to look at your mistake and then next time you will not have confidence to present yourself or you can accept that you are not perfect, nobody is perfect and you continuously work on your improvement, not taking yourself too seriously. So that's the lesson that you should not take yourself too seriously that you were amongst your peers, you were were with your manager your CEO and it still happened. Okay, it happened next time I will improve. So that's another thing that I would uh,
0: like to bring. Beautiful. That talks about, uh, you know, taking responsibility, but also not feeling bad to showcase vulnerability and then use that as a tool to move forward, right? Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. The thing that interests me, Gauri, is that you wear multiple hats. I can see that uh, a person with an engineering background into human resources, psychology, and marketing, and you call yourself professional speaker as well. How did you build this multidisciplinary skills?
1: Yeah, so
0: that's another
1: interesting story. And uh, so engineering happened because, uh, like I said, I started from a small village. Nothing much to know there. I was academically very good. So only engineering and um, medicine was the option. Uh, you would remember this is how it used to happen in India yes. years ago and I was no exception. So I chose engineering just because my drawing is extremely poor and I knew I would not pass and that's how because even my 9th 10th um, bio diagrams were done by my sister. She yes. supported me there otherwise I wouldn't have managed them. So that's how engineering happened, but I, at that point of time, didn't know what is my inclination. So when I went to this uh, big city, not a metropolitan, but still it's called as Indore. it's in Madhya Pradesh, I connected with many people. This institute had uh, people from all across the world. This was second ranking institute in Madhya Pradesh. So I got good exposure. There were were subjects on management also in engineering and uh, one professor told me that you should go for management anyways I was not enjoying engineering sitting with computers all the time was not something that I, I was loving to do. and that's how I switched into this that's how management happened and he told me that Dave Ulrich is writing modern HR and you would make a good HR leader's perception of HR is changing from personal management to human resources and now it has become human capital so that's how this transition happened when I poured into this I started realizing that I need to know people more and more Correct. and how would that happen communicating with them connecting with them though I was an extreme introvert I started connecting with people and uh, speaking to them enjoying them and that, all that I started enjoying. And then this master's of psychology helped me a lot in understanding people. And that's where I started sharing my thoughts because I realized that there are many people like me who are in the limitations, who think they cannot create more possibilities for themselves. And I should come forward, mentor them, speak to them, share my thoughts so that more and more people get encouraged. And definitely, like you mentioned, LinkedIn, I do receive a lot of responses that this post of yours helped me change my perspective this way. Or if you could do it coming from a small village, studying in vernacular medium, being an extreme introvert and reaching here as a TEDx speaker today, I can also get inspired and I can take it forward. So that's where speaking also happened. And I love networking. And uh, I saw a lot of challenges when it comes to women coming back to workforce or in workforce, there are unconscious biases and all of it. So I founded this Lean In Circle, which is a uh, women-oriented circle, 115 of us currently. We come together and uplift each other. So that's how
0: one thing led to another beautiful beautiful so all these hats are they just keeping you busy or are they defining some meaning and purpose for you gauri Uh,
1: very interesting question and i think unless there is a purpose you will not be able to carry things forward you may start something but right away you will falter you will not be able to have a sustainable long-term results for you so, the purpose is this that I need to support others. It's time to give back to society. And that's where these initiatives. Wonderful. Learning agility is another purpose for me. So, I am always involved in sharing my thoughts, learning from others, and creating a mark for myself. That's another thing which I live by. And I tell especially women that they need to be highly focused on creating a uh, An identity for themselves. Correct. Because I Correct. see at workplaces and also, uh, are anyways, around that women do a lot of things, but they are not able to showcase it. Correct. And that's where they always lack when it comes to both, when it comes to moving forward. They think that it's being done to me. It's good to me that this is happening to me. No, you are contributing and you should spread the word
0: correct 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 i mean it's important and you when you're talking about women and you're also talking about uh, uh, you know getting your voice out which is what a lot of people they you have a lot of introverted experts And how do you kind of bring that voice out or amplify the voice? You said you're an introvert, Gauri, and that from that, we can see you here presenting yourself well and on all the other forums that you are part of. How did that amplification of voice happen? How did you work through it? Uh, Thanks for bringing this up because it happens with many
1: people. So I'll tell you, uh, years ago, it would be more than a decade, I underwent my first psychometric test. Mm. And the results were kind of shocking uh, because they were telling that this is my inclination. Mm. Now again, two ways. You can uh, think that personality cannot be changed and you can always continue to be like that and continue to remain there or you think that this profession is not good for me. But I always thought that there is nothing which cannot be changed. And, and now psychological research has proved it, that it's not that personality will remain constant. Really? And another thing came to me because I had one, one boss who was an extreme introvert. I mean, I could have counted number of words he would speak in a day. Okay. And yet he was highly respected. Hmm. So I would say the trigger was him. Okay. And uh, this report definitely helped me get more self-awareness. Okay. Then I decided I will have two things. So once I am out from discussions and everything else, I would love to immerse in books. Okay. But when I am with others, I have and this value also for respect for others. So if I am uh, with you and I don't speak anything, I don't get involved with you, Correct. you will think that I'm not interested in you and that will be a sign of disrespect.
0: Correct.
1: So these three things actually made me realize that I need to change. Mm-hmm. One was that report. Second, that boss being a highly introvert person, but still uh, gaining respect and being an amazing leader. Everybody wanted to work with him and I was lucky to work with him. Mm-hmm. And third is this value of respect for self and others that if I am, you are in my company, How do you leave once you are done talking to me is very important. Do I make you feel respected, loved and welcome?
0: Or I make
1: you feel that why did I come here?
0: Correct, correct, correct. And all of that requires that inner voice to come out, right? I mean, oftentimes, uh, there's a surface level voice coming out. But then I think when you learn to respect others, and it's some values that are close to your inner voice can confidently come out. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. This takes me to your recent TED Talk, which I had a pleasure of listening to this morning, uh, Gauri. And it was all about possibilities. Now, it tells me what is preventing people from tapping into their greater possibilities. And I think something something is there in the market and that's why you would be talking about it, right? You must be seeing some things that people are not doing, which led you to this talk.
1: Yeah, very true and you put it rightly that there is something which stops us and even before I started looking out and realizing that it's happening I realized for myself that I had this notion in my mind I am from a village I don't know English uh, to tell you the extent of it I was uh, so bad at it that when I had to appear for my GDPI in for MBA entrance I requested the forum for GD that please allow me to speak in Hindi. that was the confidence I had in English. And uh, uh, though I had very good marks in other to the interview and written test and I could get still good, good, get good rank, but that left an impression on me that what I am useless Mm-hmm. I will not be able to do anything because I don't know. Now, when I came to Mumbai, a large city, again, people started making me realize that I'm from a village. So I would not know how city works. Mm-hmm. I had to start my career from Bohati. Another thing which people told me, your career is already over. It's a, You cannot start your career from northeast of the country. People come to larger cities and you think you will You will not even get a job there. Okay. One of my friends in uh, college told me because we had this business communication paper, and I used to go to her to seek support. So, once she helped me, second time she helped me, third time she told me, Gauri, you will not pass waste to placement. So, when you listen to these things, you start creating those models that I will not be able to do much. Okay, it's, it's God's grace that I could do a higher education and I could reach this level, but beyond that, nothing is going to happen. But when you start breaking those mental models, and that's where from the TED talk, I say that it's all about self-leadership. Correct. You have to create your own path and you don't have to listen to everybody. You don't need any certification from anyone. Because so many people will tell you this is not good, that is not good, and you will never be able to start anything. Correct. And uh, so this I saw in myself and I see it in others also. When I coach people now, I realize that there is this hidden block. They think they will not be able to break this chain and they will not be able to come out of this shackles of life. And that's where they are not able to fly, no
0: wings. Correct, correct, correct. Wonderful, wonderful. So I think uh, your own experience, right, is helping you see what others can do right and that's what you're trying to bridge right now with all the types of messaging that you're putting out and the conversations that you're involved in I think you're trying to say what can I do what's that tiny drop I can add to bridge the gap right yeah and
1: you feel that satisfaction when people come back like I said and say
0: that it is helping me
1: and that's where you think that your purpose is getting um, fulfilled and you are contributing in some
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So you're a LinkedIn influencer, uh, Gauri, with close to, I would say, what, 13,000 followers. How did you manage that? Yeah, so this
1: journey started after my psychology degree. And that's where I started learning how mine works and how things are uh, working. It's been around two years. The journey is around two years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, the kind of connect people got from the course that I was writing made them connect with me on multiple uh, levels. Uh, They connected through posts and they started sending in uh, requests to connect. The various platforms where I have spoken, I got people from there. So wonderful connections on LinkedIn and relationships. Some of the relationships in last 18 months are so deep now that we never met. It's all online, the way you and I are doing it. Uh, And we don't know where are we going to meet face-to-face, but the relationships are so deep now that the person becomes your uh, sounding board, your most important support. So it's, I think, uh, again, it's like uh, connecting at the same level, the same thought processes. And that's how
0: adding value to people is helping me reach you. Wonderful, wonderful. Very nice. And one thing finally that I want to ask you, Gauri, it is, there is a saying that uh, India lives in the villages. From your perspective, what would it take for more women from our villages to become like Gauri?
1: Yeah, very uh, pertinent question and valuable because lot many people are there and they think it would not happen. Though things are already improving, I think pandemic has become a catalyst Correct. Now people are hiring from tier two and tier three and there is no more uh, location barrier Correct. and there is internet. So people know what's happening. I think one thing if we have to change is to give them more exposure.
0: Correct.
1: For me, the most difficult part was to stand in front of someone and speak. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad that I would hide behind my mom's uh, sari all the time and I'll just go in her lap and hide even from the guests. So I did not have any exposure being in village and I was an introvert child also. And both of these deadly combinations led to worry being inside her shell all the time. So this exposure and now this uh, online things are really good. But uh, school should have some way for people to go there and support. So say you and I go there and talk to them. You and I go there and teach them what's going on in cities. I think this is one thing which will really
0: help. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I think it's like, it's it's about the contribution of people to uplifting them, right? So it's a responsibility for people who are currently in the privileged side to start looking at that, right?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. I would, I would say this has been a good, I would say, 20 to 30 minutes of our time, Gauri. And I think thanks for taking the time because you had some clear stories clear perspectives and some candid thoughts about these various topics we discussed right so I want to say thank you to you thank you for taking the time and please continue doing all this good that you're doing I think I let it multi-fold now.
1: <laughs> thank you so much Sripia and uh, you should also continue to bring in that course multiplier because that's what is required for people to take that first step You need a large force for people to take that first step. It can be anything. It can be a talk. It can be an event happening in life. It can be a a failure. It can be anything. So if you and I can become a trigger like this, nothing like it. And and with your different stories, you are creating more and more such possibilities.
0: Correct, correct. Thank you so much, Gauri. And thanks for taking the time. And let's stay in touch. Thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful. Take care. Bye-bye.